Hey, everybody. We're back with another episode of The Royalty Room. This is Legal Queen LA, a.k.a. Ashley Valenzuela. And today we have a Grammy-nominated, multi-multi-multi-platinum recording artist and songwriter on set by the name of Ivory Scott. It's you. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Excited to be here. Yeah, why? It's a little bit of a drive, like an hour or so. But I'm here. We're here. No, for sure. Amen. Um, so I heard that you just released your new EP. Yeah, for sure. Like basically, like I've been a songwriter, you know what I'm saying? Really successful. Um, but now I'm dropping my own project, executive produced by my brother Hitmaker. And so, like, you know what I'm saying? We come with all the vibes, all the different energies. That's amazing. Congratulations. I appreciate that. Um, I can only imagine um what it's like to to be releasing your own project for the yeah. first time yeah. um exactly thank you Saul right. Right. we have before Ebony is the name of the the project right yeah, for sure um and I must say Queen Nyja is phenomenal Allegedly the so. this my mind song yeah has been stuck on my mind I'm glad for the I'm last glad. couple of days but I can't lie to you the just like me is my favorite song okay that's what's up I mm -hmm. love that song I actually did that song like two years ago with Eric Bellinger. Really? So that was like uh, one of the first joints that hit was like, yo, you got to keep this for your own self. Yep. So like, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you fucking with that one. I'm glad you kept it. Um, how did you end up getting into uh, songwriting in the first place? Well, basically, like I, I grew up in Chicago. I moved to L.A. I lived in L.A. out here for like eight months, homeless. Um, I went back. I went to Atlanta. I met Ray Daniels. Ray Daniels took me to Mike Karen. That's why I got my first publishing deal. And so, like, tapped in with Hitmaker, started, you know what I'm saying? Once you sharpen your sword and get sick enough, you get in the right rooms. Absolutely. For sure. I, um, I also read that you had completely different intentions for your life once yeah. back in the day. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Actually, before I did my first publishing deal, like, I was a lead carpenter uh, for a company called Handover. Wow. So I can basically build this room. That's I dope. Build a house, I can do whatever's whatever's needed to create. But like, I was a lead carpenter for a big company. I had a big uh, job offer to go and uh, build hotels in Disneyland. And so, like, Ray, crazy. Ray hit me. He was like, "Yo, you need to, you know, get this. You 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 belong in the music business." Wrote me a check for like twenty bands and was like, "Just give me a time. Give me time to get you a deal." Wow. And he introduced me to Mike Karen and just kind of been like history ever since. That's really real. Like, if someone believes in you that yeah, much to sure. say you don't have to do this anymore, here, yeah, chill nah, out. Yeah, for sure. And not to, not to flex or nothing, but, like, I was making money when I was doing construction. So, like, really to take 20K was really, like, a downgrade for me. Oh. But it allowed me to be able to step back and, like, be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather chase my dream yeah. and do what I really love than to do something and just, you know, retire with a bad back. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it wasn't, It was. it's always been about, like, music or advancing and being like the the maximum version of Ivory Scott. But just like at the time, I was I was even when I was doing construction, I was still writing ten songs a night. Wow. I was still working on music. So it wasn't like I was like, oh, let me quit this and do music. I was always doing it. It's always been a part of my life. Hmm. Okay. Well what would you say um over this journey? I know the music industry is a little bit interesting. Yeah. Sometimes what would you say has been like the most impactful situation? That that or person that you've worked with or honestly like tapping in with my brother hitmaker like you know what I'm saying like 
he's always like championing me. I was on like one of his first singles for his project um, with him and Fabulous. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So before I even was like heavily pursuing myself as an artist, like he saw me as an artist. So like, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's bro. Like definitely that's like one of the biggest like relationships that I locked in with, you know what I'm saying, throughout my career. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him, Megan. I love that. And honestly, I mean, you can't turn on a radio or a, sure. a pick a song on Shuffle that doesn't start out with Hitmaker. No, nah, for sure. So for sure. that's true. For sure. Um, with your new EP, though, what do you want to give to your fans? Like, what do you want them to get from this project? Basically, like, it's a diverse situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like we, we didn't talk about it, but, like, I've written for artists like Beyonce, Madonna, Lil Durk, Fireboy, Ed Sheeran. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like, so... That's a very diverse catalog. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, most writers can't can't say they have written in all those genres. So, like, with my music, it's going to be, like, a mesh of all of that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get different energies. You know, I, I, I always say that I'm going to write, I'm going to have a song on my project for every different type of music Ooh, lover. Country music? Man, whatever you want, Ooh. I can do it. That's exciting. For sure. Okay. So, very, so you don't diverse. have a genre is what you're saying? Nah, like, I... Like, my goal as an artist is to basically be, like, the first artist to have a number one in all categories. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I like I want to be the first to do something. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like God put it in my life to do that. I, like, I don't just, like, a lot of times people say, oh, I do Afrobeat. Oh, I do rap. I do this. But, like, mm-hmm. I've proven that I can make hits in all those genres. So, wow. you know what I'm saying? Convincingly. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, like, just, like, I made an Afrobeat song or the Afrobeat song I made was like number one. So it's like Which song? Peru. You did Peru? You didn't do your homework. Ah, I didn't do it good <laughs> enough. Wow. Okay. I, I mean, after seeing Beyonce and Ed Sheeran and yeah, yeah. Lil Baby, I'm a I'm a little baby girl. Uh, um okay. Chris Brown, you know, all these things, it's just like, yeah. okay, he's done it all. Yeah, for sure. So and we still it was hard to keep up with everything that okay. I was finding. Okay. You know? yeah, no, I definitely did Peru. Um that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. What? But I don't think you answered the original question. What are we getting from this project? What what do you want people to feel? Everything. Because I got in my feelings a little bit. I want you to feel everything. You'll have every emotion. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel in love. You're going to feel sad as hell sometimes. You know, I feel like that's what's missing in music. You know what I'm saying? Making you feel music. You know, growing up as a JIT, like, my best friend was deaf. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I used to make beats, he used to sit on the speaker and feel the vibration of the music. He couldn't hear it. You know what I'm wow. saying? So my motto has always been to make music that people can feel. You know what I'm saying? Not just hear. So you're going to feel this shit. It's going to get you in That's your feelings. That's really good. Make so, music people will, what did you say? Feel. Feel, not just hear. Yeah. Wow. That's that's like the next. For sure. Yeah. That's really good. Sure. Um, it But in songwriting, you do so many different genres and so many different things with yeah. with different artists and for yourself. How does that uh, work with keeping your um, originality and, um, you know, you listen to a lot of different things. So how do yeah. you keep it separate? I feel like there is no, like, real, like, separation. But I feel like, you know, when I'm writing songs that are for Chris, it's for Chris. It's for his energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ivory Scott is a different thing. So it ain't like I'm, I'm not being true to me. I'm going to focus on when I'm doing my own. It's, it's my own thing. It's my thing. So when I'm locking in with artists, I do my research. You know what I'm saying? Just like you did your research to do this interview, like I do my research when I'm going in with different artists. I make sure I know what they own, what they've been on already so I can give them something new. Mm-hmm. What, 
like when you're preparing, of course you, you're researching the artist, but what do you do maybe as like a ritual or to get your mind into that mode to create for them? Yeah, I don't do or no for yourself. I don't do no ritual. I, 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 if I'm going in with an artist, first thing I do is I go to their Instagram. I stalk their Instagram. Mm -hmm. I stalk their captions. I see what they talking about. I stalk their catalog. See what they didn't said already. What they didn't talked about already. So like, you know what I'm saying? And basically like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like music is a feeling. Like I feel like if you try too hard, it's going to come off like you're trying too hard. I hear mm. too many songwriters like trying to write just like an A Boogie or trying to sound like the artists already sound. You got to give them a version of yourself and let them, you know what I'm saying, like eat the fish and spit out the bones. Wow. So. What would you say to someone who has the same aspirations to be where you are today? You got to outwork the opposition. I write 10 songs a day. Wow. So if you want to be where I'm at. If you Still wanna, today? To this day. That's amazing. To this day. Like, you know, like you got you to gotta outwork the opposition. It's, it's always somebody on your heels. It's always somebody somebody on your you gotta stay on your toes, stay on top of what you want, you know what I'm saying? Because you can have it, but you just gotta outwork the opposition. Absolutely. Like for real. Can't be can't be lazy. And in the music industry, it's it's a little bit hard to navigate sometimes. Yeah. How would you how do you keep yourself sane and grounded throughout everything? Separation. You know what I'm saying? You gotta like you can't let music control like be every part of your life like I see a lot of my colleagues like so like saturated with the industry and not knowing that like this shit the matrix you know what I'm saying like you got to have a life that's separate from it so that you can go to that world and you can live that world should I build houses I build cars and you know what I'm saying I'm enjoying myself doing those things so when I bounce back to music I'm fresh I'm gonna forever stay inspired because I ain't like burning it out that's crazy. I can't. I just. I can't get, wrap my head around the fact that you had a completely, not even a different career in entertainment, yeah. just completely a different life in listen, carpentry. Listen, I've always went by this First. model. Like, if one man could do it, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I've always been willing to try anything. It just so happened I got good at most of the things I tried. Wow. So like, carpentry is one thing. I build cars. I could build a race car. I could. Muscle cars, whatever. Like I can, I can do it. Like, is there like a specific challenge or or hard time in your life that kind of shaped how you are now? Honestly, like my upbringing. You know what I'm saying. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. You know what I'm saying. My parents weren't heavily involved in my life. You know what I'm saying. They had their vices of things that they was going through. So like turbulence, trauma. You know what I'm saying. Growing up, having to raise my two sisters and just like you know growing up fast. I feel like when you go through a lot in your life, you know what I'm saying, it makes you grow up fast and it makes you see things a lot different than your peers. So, like, I just, I've had to, like, everything had to happen fast for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, man, the turbulence of my life, man, being homeless, you know what I'm saying, not having, you know what I'm saying, like, growing up in a house where we didn't have food, water, like, the necessities, shit that's normal to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, pressure make diamonds. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. That's my trauma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is there anything that you would do differently? Hell no. I love who I am. I love you know what I'm saying? Like every like and a lot I love of, to hear that. For sure. I love who I am. Like I love who I am. I love what I went through. Like I love my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like we all are learning. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody wakes up and like, I'm gonna be the perfect dad. I'm gonna be the perfect, you know. So they were going through what they was going through. So I can't like look at them and be like, man, dad, like, why didn't you come outside and throw the ball with me or why didn't you, you know, do all these things? Sometimes we want to blame our parents for our shortcomings, but really we all, every as long as 
you got breath in your body. You know what I'm saying? You got the opportunity to be great. You know what I'm saying? And do great things. So, you know what I'm saying? I love who I am. I love the, what I went through. I would be, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I would be as cut. You know what I'm saying? How I'm cut. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't go through nothing. So true. For real. I feel like very inspired from the moment that I started talking to you. Respect. I appreciate uh, that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, is there any advice that you wish you may have learned or a lesson you w wish you may have learned earlier? In the beginning, in the beginning of my career, like when I first started like making money and shit like that, like I wish I would have had like, like financial literacy. I feel like, you know, when you coming up in this and you haven't had it, you know, having financial literacy is like something that can help you, you know, sustain your life. Cause sometimes we know in this music business, you might catch a big check. You catch a big bag, you don't know what to do with that bag if you never had it before. So, like, having people in my life to, like, guide my financial literacy and making sure that I'm handling what I need to handle in a way, you know, because it's not like working a job. Whereas, like, I might, if I work a job, I know if I blow my check this week, I'm going to get paid next week. Right. It's not like that in this music business. You might have a number one a day and nothing tomorrow. So you got to take care of your money. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely something I would have wished I would have learned in, like, the early stages of my career. But like I said, like, we go through things in order to become better. You know what I'm saying? If you don't fall, you don't, you don't develop that that cartilage. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, you know, you have to develop, like, you got to go through something to get through something, for mm -hmm. real. So. Okay. Well, who do you look up to in the industry? Honestly, man, it ain't a lot of role models, but there are, like, a lot of people that, like, are mentors to me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mentioned Hitmaker, mm -hmm. my boy Diego Av, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's been guys that have been through this game, been in this game for 20 years. I still look at myself as a newbie, you know what I'm saying, even with all the accomplishments that I have. Um, but, yeah, there's only, you know, there's only a few that aren't gatekeepers, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, like, you you work with people and they just want to hold the gate or hold the position, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's a different era. But amongst the people, you know, the peers that I do work with, you know what I'm saying, I'm definitely, like, Definitely feel like I got a lot of good mentors. Like that's good. You definitely need a mentor, like no matter what you do. For sure. Even they could have been a, a mentor that helped you with the financial piece. For sure. Um, For sure. Or or an attorney. People sure. in music don't ever think about yeah, yeah, getting yeah. a lawyer. No, for sure. Well, I mean, but you got to think about it, you know, where people come from. You know, that's not even a possibility. Right. You know, you gotta think about a young kid coming from Chicago, not having shit, not knowing nothing about anything, not being, you know, worrying about credit, you know what I'm saying, worrying about those different type of responsibilities and, you know, really just having that foundation, like things that are normal in a household, you know. So it's like, and it's a lot of young kids like that that yeah. don't have that because if you your mom's living check to check, she taking care, you know what I'm saying, the, the household, she ain't got time to teach you about. She's just trying to make it to the next check. So it's a learning experience. Do you feel like you could possibly uh, be uh, some speaker of some sort in schools? I mean, I, like yeah, that? of course. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, like, I feel like God gave me a voice, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to be able to speak and speak life into people. And this is just my platform to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily got to be sitting in a classroom or to teach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it in, in, in every level that I can do it because if we're not here to, like, teach the next level or to teach the next wave, then, like, what are we really doing? Right. So, like, of course, like, God got his hand on my voice and he's giving me a voice and he's making my voice bigger and the bigger it gets, the more I'm going to speak on behalf. Absolutely. Sure.
what do you have in mind over maybe like the next year as far as your goals? Um, well, man, honestly, like I got a lot of plaques. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a lot of number one records. I got a lot of platinum plaques. You know what I'm saying? Awards, but like. I really want to be awarded. I want my face to, you know, be on the trophy. You know, I want my face to be on the plaque. So, like, as an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, my new channel goal that I'm manifesting for myself right now. So, yeah. And you better manifest. For sure. The the, The big one. Exactly. The biggest, I feel like the biggest thing about manifestation, though, is is the piece that a lot of people miss Mm -hmm. is you have to act accordingly. No, Like, it's already here. It already, what do you mean? For sure. For sure. Let me ask you this. What's your favorite song of yours? Real. Real? Yeah, it's on my EP. And that's the one that's just solo? Yeah, that's the one that's just solo. Okay. And mainly just because, like, you know, the song is about, it's talking about, you know what I'm saying, wanting something real in such a fake world. You know, I feel like the world is so plastic right now. People ain't really loving. People ain't really loving each other. Ain't nobody really got nothing real that they can hold. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's just trying to hold up a facade or live within the highlights of of their Instagram. So, like... Real is that song, you know what I'm saying? It's like, show me something real, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's touching. It touched me when I did it, so I know it's going to touch the world. Wow. For real. That's amazing. I I really think that you do have a powerful message, and just just sitting here with you for, for a couple of minutes, sure. you know, I know that you are going to change sure. the world, at least for, you know, this person or that person. Sure. Um, I feel like whenever I do anything within the schools or, or in my own program and mentorship, like, I don't care if this it's a room full of a thousand people. Sure. One person heard me yeah, and it changed something for, for them. For sure. You know? Because like if you change one person's life, then they could change three people's lives. Mm. And then those three people can it's it's like they you don't have to touch the world at one with one one time the first Yeah, it's time hard to speak. change the world overnight yeah, by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep pushing your message until it gets to the world. Yeah, for sure. Um as far as your songwriting for yourself, is it any different than when you're songwriting for every everybody else? Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Because songs that like, like for example, like <clears throat> an artist that is an R&B artist can't do a song like No Motion, which is like a super hip hop, you know what I'm saying, grungy song. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it's going to be very diverse. So when I'm approaching my own music, it's definitely like going to be more personal to me, opposed to like if I'm like tapping in for another artist. What catches you? Like, what what inspires you? Man, life. You know what I'm saying? Experiences. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? We're all kind of, like, experiencing different things at different phases. But we all really experiencing the same shit over and over again. Whether you, like, falling in love, that new love feeling. That feeling of, you know what I'm saying, just not getting to know somebody. and just Or that, that feeling of loving somebody that you've had experiences with. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, at different phases. You know what I'm saying, honestly. Do you think there's anything else that gives you the same feeling as making music? Mm. Honestly, no. Like right. because like <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's like the way when you make a if you can make a song that can get th- get somebody through something, you know, that is like so inspiring. You know what I'm saying? It's like <clears throat> create being the having the ability to create music is like making a new baby every time. You know what I'm saying? Like you're putting something out in the world that did not exist, you know, and that's being I feel like that's so close to to how God is. It's like, you know, we're creators. We're here to create. So I don't know. Maybe drawing a picture would be cool, too. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, don't don't even lie. Um, Definitely. God's plan is is usually 
not what you had in mind. Sure. Um, but maybe, maybe it is, but maybe not as fast. That's good. Right. That's good. So, because sometimes, like, <clears throat> you know, you're calling. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you can feel you're calling, but your timing might not be. You, your sword might not be sharp enough, or you might not be where you need to be to be in the rooms, or you might not mentally be able to handle the type of fame or the type of rap that you might get and things that you might have to go through. Right. Um. So it's like it's preparedness. You know what I'm saying? Like. God will meet you at your preparedness for sure. What do you do to stay stay ready and get prepared? Honestly, like I'm, I'm ready. You just be waking up and I going. Just wake up. It's time. Okay. Like I want more than I have. Yeah. And as long as I want more than I have, I feel like I'm never gonna let nothing get in the way. So just staying hungry. Hungry. You got to. No yeah. matter what, you always gotta elevate. You know, at one point in my career, all I wanted was one one plaque. I just wow. want one. I just want one plaque. Look on the wall. I used to walk in studios and see plaques on the wall and just take pictures next to them, and, you know. And then once I got the first one and then the second one, the third and the tenth, you know, and the twentieth, then it's like, I want more, you know? Yeah. And so it's like. I feel like, um, I forget who said it, probably a million people said it, but mm -hmm. they said comfortability is the devil. For sure. You agree? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. It's the close, like, I feel like when. When people get comfortable and mundane, and with, you know what I'm saying, with the mon mundane life, it's like that's when you start to die. You know, mm. that's why they, you see people that are like get super old and they like, but they're active. They live long because they're always chasing. You know what I'm saying? As long as the heart's pumping, as long as the mind's going, you're forever chasing. Which plaque or award so far has meant the most to you? And mm. Why? Which one? I mean, being Grammy nominated is pretty cool. I wanted to win. We should have won that year. Um, and will. And will for sure. Um, but probably um, the the BMI Songwriter Award. Mm -hmm. I feel like you know that's like the first award that I've like honored for like being a you know a part of a song that like did so many numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, and was it was directed exactly towards me. Um, but I love all my trophies, honestly. Yeah, you should. That's every single one is an amazing yeah, accomplishment sure. that sure. a lot of people will never see. Will never see. Yeah. So, um, what was the which song was the BMI song for? It was for Baddest with Chris Brown and Young Blue. And Young Blue. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 Another great song. I feel like you. There is no song. There's no throwaway. There's no like. Nah, oh, this one was okay. Nah, we doing only hits. Uh, yeah. We doing only hits. The when I saw the the list of. Yeah. People that you've worked with, I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, blessed for sure. And the range, and the range though. Is yeah, no, nah, I'm blessed for sure. Out of control. For sure. What would you say, um, or who would you say Ivory is? What do you want people to know about the real Ivory? That's it, man. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a real person, like, that's striving for excellence, you know what I'm saying? That wants the maximum ability, you know what I'm saying, that I can have out of life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also like your favorite R and B artist. I'm your favorite rapper. I'm your favorite you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I'm, I'm that artist that can be everywhere in every situation. Mm -hmm. At the club and at a wedding party. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm everywhere. You have any uh tour plans coming up? We definitely starting I'm you know, a lot of my colleagues, you know what I'm saying, artists that I work with are gonna allow me to jump on tour with them and do stuff like that. So I'll be popping out. I just did Spellhouse, which was was crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna be definitely popping out. You gotta pop out to some of my shows. I will be there. I will I'm like, if 
Elton John. I'm gonna get on the piano. I'm gonna serenade. I'm gonna. I love that. Do my thing, yeah. I yeah. love going to a show. I I. It was the Cali Vibes Festival this mm-hmm. year. I yeah. saw Tash Sultana. Uh. She's from Australia. Okay. And she came out. And she absolutely killed her set. Yeah. But she did some crazy stuff I've never seen before. She went around to every person in her band and basically took their instrument and yeah. did it That's fire. to her own songs while she was performing. <laughs> and like, fire. over here, I'm, pl- I'm going to play this guitar. And over here, get off. I'm going to play the drums. Sure. And I was just like mesmerized. For sure. I never saw anything like that before. That's sick. Yeah. Are you multi-instrumentalist? Yeah. I play piano and guitar, drums a little bit. So multi 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 platinum, multi instrumentalist, multi dimensional. I'm, I'm willing to try anything. I just so happen to get good at most things. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. God bless me. It's it must be yeah. It must be crazy to to just. I love. I I'm a lawyer in entertainment law. I'm a For manager sure. of sure. artists. Um, but I just love to see people do what they love to do. For sure. And they also just happen to be really talented at it. For sure, yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything more beautiful. Nah. Yeah, once you find your gift and you channel it, it's like nothing can stop you. Yeah. For sure. All the way up. (laughs) 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 I love it. I love it. But for your your tour goals and, and things like that, what's one country or one place that you absolutely would be a dream to? So. Honestly, like the effect that I had, like on Afrobeat music, and I wasn't able to like go to Nigeria or go to Africa. Like, um, I would love to go out there, man. Like, honestly, and just like turn that one up for real. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds great for sure. I don't know which which country or what country is at the top of my list, but I just want to see the world. Nah, e- every that. little piece. Yeah, I feel corner. that you should you should want to conquer. You know what I'm saying? What you haven't seen everything. Mm-hmm. Do you have any artists that you want to work with that you haven't got the chance to? Honestly, like Frank Ocean, if he ever pops out, you know what I'm saying? Like um, SZA is definitely one on my bucket list, you know what I'm saying, for this coming year. So, you know, people, you know, ain't too many I haven't worked with. Right. Like, but. Keep adding to the the list for For sure. sure. I definitely will. SZA actually was just out here. Um, I missed the show. I heard it was phenomenal. Oh, where? Yeah, she's dope. She's a talent. Very good performer. Yeah, she's a talent for sure. Is there anything else outside of music that you also want to pick up one day? Man, you know, I wanted to like when I was when I was going to school, like I was super into like mechanical engineering. Wow. So like that's why I'm like so like I'm so handy, like legit. Like I'm willing to like I can build anything mm-hmm. you can think of. But like so like yeah, definitely like. I'll, so whenever everything at the house break down and the maintenance don't show up, listen, <clears> ain't no I stuff. call you for sure. Okay, you gonna be you gonna be sick. You gonna be like, why did I ever call anyone else? Wow. So the the moral of the story here is that he is confident. He is talented. Sure. He is real. For sure. What else am I missing? That's it. God fearing. God fearing. You it's see, the most important thing. that is the most important thing. I actually, I went to church uh, this this Sunday, actually, and yeah. the message was basically, why did I get called to L.A.? Hmm. And why am I here? And what am I doing? <laughs> God, help me. Right. Please tell me. And I think that there's going to be just such a change yeah. to come that starts with the entertainment industry. For sure. 
because we're the most your the most powerful voice that there is and i think you said a little bit of that for sure it's true for sure so true and that's why one of the things of this podcast specifically is a mental health focus because i think our generation and younger yeah is not doing well it's so true it's so true i mean like you know it's like the access like we were just talking about this on the way here in the car is the access to information just so fast you know what I mean? Like it's 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 too fast. You know, you don't have enough people stepping in and giving, you know what I'm saying, the youth guidance. You know what I'm saying? It starts young, man. It starts in the household. And they don't want it. No. Either. It's true. It's very true. I started so I always wanted to be a teacher. And my dad was like, Ashley, pick something else. <laughs> uh, but I keep finding my way back in the schools. Like right. some some way, form or fashion. And what I've seen, like, compared to when I was in school even to now is it just seems like not even the teachers yeah. nor the administration, like, they don't care. Yeah. And yeah, that really, true. like, it it hurts my heart. Yeah. Listen. I don't know. I don't know how to save the district or, <laughs> say, or save the schools. Yeah. But if we give them something to listen to and to watch true. that is positive, that yeah, is sure. inspiring and... Um, it's not just, you know. Man, kids look at their phones more than they look at their parents. That's, oh, my God. So. Ugh, that was probably the worst thing I ever heard, right. but it's not wrong. Yeah, it's your waypoint, right? You're there. not wrong. Sure. I went into a classroom this week, and as the the teacher is actively teaching, it's not like reading period or anything. Right. They're on the desk, like. <laughs> right. Right in front of his face. Right. And the man's not saying anything. Nothing's yeah. happening. And I'm like, y'all need to give me a classroom because I'll get them together right. real quick. Right. You know? Right. And I think phones might be the devil no, also. For sure. Like for sure. the access to, they say that you should limit use of iPads and things to less than two hours yeah, which a is, day. Which is crazy with but the amount. Of, yeah. All the, all, yeah. That's true. Cause you know you're if you're at school and and you stay after school or do programs or whatever you get home at what like six right when's bedtime nine right, or ten sure. right two of two hours <laughs> yeah oh my god how many songs can you write in two hours hmm to be honest probably like four probably like four songs okay that was higher way higher than I expected. I mean but I'm not crazy. normal though <laughs> right so so with your your super crazy songwriting abilities do you sit and write down your songs or do you go in and just I mean when I first started like so sometimes when I write songs I might start off like with me like sitting at the piano you know what I'm saying and just writing songs I'll go at that go at it like that but sometimes I just go in the booth I wrote baddest I just went straight in the booth and just did the song you know what I'm saying so like there's like no specific formula that I'm like I have to be doing it like this but like you know when I when I'm in my bag I'm just in my bag it's just I don't know that's a blessing it's a for sure Definitely. Can't take all the credit for sure. If you in some random parallel universe never happen to fall into music. <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine my life without music, honestly. Like, That's the point right there. For real. And I feel like, you know, a lot of dreams are buried when you got a plan B. You know, people like, oh, if I can't do this, then I'll do this. Wow. That's a, a gem right B. there. For sure. You can't. What you got a plan B for if you're going to give A all? Damn, I'm over here rethinking my whole my whole life and everything else. 
<laughs> I got a plan B, C, D, <laughs> F, and Z. Yeah, think about point. it like if you got all those plans, right? And you break it down and you're giving 25% to each one of those plans. Somebody is giving 100 to one of your plans. Mm. They're going to box you out. You won't be able to compete. Wow. Only plan A. Only plan A. I got to figure out what my plan A is then. There you go. Shoot. <laughs> um, outside of career, though, what do you see yourself doing over the next couple of years? Like family-wise, parents, siblings? Honestly, like I ain't even thinking that far. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like... Living in the present. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying? We, don't, we ain't promised tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, only thing I could do is to be the best version of myself today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And hope for tomorrow. So I, I'm not thinking that deep. Who knows what we'll be? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I just know that whatever, every time I wake up and God put breath in my body, I'm going to be the maximum version of Ivory Scott. Absolutely. I'm going to be the best version of Ivory Scott. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, I think you're doing a pretty great job so far. I appreciate that. No, honestly, like, I, I do want to say congratulations. And I, I want to start really, like, really giving people their flowers when they're that. in my presence. Sure. Um. That. So I should have done better and actually brought flowers. Yeah. But We'll give them on air yeah, but, instead. Yeah, but real flowers die. The, wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Who is this guy? <laughs> like, who? whose man's is this? Get That's man. good. It's true. And you know what? People people really be trying to, like, freeze the flowers, put them in a book, yeah. leave them in the vase till they're... No. 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 That's good. No, flowers sure. die. But honestly, um, I'm definitely proud of you, and I'm excited to see what comes Thank next. You. Um, is there any advice or anything that you want your fans to know as a closing note? Yeah, for sure. Stay prayed up. Keep God first. You know what I'm saying? I'm on this camera right here. <laughs> Stay prayed up. Keep God first. Take care of your money and take care of the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Your team is, is just as important as you. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I, I like to always say, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody mentioned earlier today, and said, um, I, I talk about myself in third person. I say Ivory Scott a lot. And I say that because Ivory Scott is just, is not just me. You know, Ivory Scott is my manager. Ivory Scott is my videographer. Ivory Scott is my sound man. Ivory Scott is my mom. Ivory Scott is, is my family. So, like, I'm a representation of all those people. So you got to make sure that if you want to push your brand, you got to have the right team around you. That's the only way you're going to go up. That is probably the biggest piece that a lot of people are missing. For sure. Mm. We on this camera. (laughs) (laughs) I should have never told you about the light bulbs now. But no, thank you so much for joining us here on the Royalty Room. Um, Be sure, everybody, everywhere, be sure to stream the new EP before Ebony. For sure. Um, And we're going to probably hear a lot more from you. So the album's coming, top of the year. 2024. Okay. Do 12, we have a date? 12 joints. Nah, no date yet. Top of the year, 2024. Trust me, if you stay in touch, follow me on Instagram. I am Ivory Scott. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm a guide you there. Wow. I'm excited. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Royalty Room. Um, I'm very, very, very blessed and honored to have Mr. Ivory Scott and me. team here on the set. So make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Go stream the songs. Again, my personal favorite, just like me, because, I mean, you know. (laughs) Um, But. (laughs) Get your mans. And period. 
Definitely, definitely tap in with us. We will be here in the Royalty Room on Mondays at Legal Queen LA on all platforms. And we'll see you next time.